Hello, everybody. This is the House of Dark, and welcome to a ep- new episode of Jive Talk. Let's get to it. Right out the gate, I would like to get make a, a special, like, PSA kind of thing. Um, if you have not played Marvel Spider-Man that's on PS4, you're missing out in life. <laughs> I'm just going to, right out the gate, I'm just going to say it right out the gate. I bought it. Actually, my wife got it for me as, as, a, as a surprise. It's, you know, and I played it, you know, it came out, well, like, what, not last Thursday, Thursday before, something like that, or the Wednesday night or something like that. No, Thursday night. And uh, I have a couple of friends who beat it by, like, Saturday, you know, and I got it Friday, and I beat it by the following week. I kid you not, I, there's no, there's no way to not finish that game. And if and I think everybody who's probably physically owned the game had probably beat it within a couple of days. I beat it within a few days. I know a bunch of my friends who beat it within a few days. It's hard to put that game down. They I have to give it up to Marvel, to Insomniac Studio, or is it Studios? Games. Insomniac Games. They created the best game ever. And everybody goes like, oh, well, it's just another Ar- you know, version of an Arkham game, just Marvel. There's some elements that remind you of, like, the Arkham games. By the way, because of Spider-Man, it makes me want to go back and finish some of the Arkham games. I beat Arkham Asylum, but I've never beat City, and i never beat Arkham Knight. Now, leave me alone. Those are some long games. But I kid you not, when it came to Spider-Man, I did not put that game down. That game was so good from beginning to end. Combat, story, you know, the story itself, uh, getting a lot of the, the costumes. Like, a lot of the side stuff was not... Hey, like like collectibles and stuff like that didn't bother me as much. I mean, there's still like a couple of things in there. I still I still haven't got, but I think about I beat the game and look at it. I'm probably at 96 percent, and the other four percent is like I just got to finish a couple of the crime things and pick up some of the secret photos and stuff like that. But that game is ridiculously good and it's so fun. And if you have not played that game, you need to play that game. For you know, some people are well, David. I don't have a PS4, and I don't, so I can't get Spider-Man. For those who know who who I am, come over to my place, sit down, and play Spider-Man. There's a bunch of save files. You could just just go down to the next one, start new, and start going. I I kid you not. I'll I'll either come to you or you come to me, and we will play some Spider-Man, and I'll watch you play Spider-Man and watch you be amazed and enjoy it and 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 cry. And, and 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 punch Taskmaster in the mouth. I just spoiled something, but it's just it's so well done. I look and then there's DLC. There's like three separate DLCs coming out. Uh, I know one of them has to do with Black Cat. Uh, I I know I know for a fact there was once uh Black Cat, and I th- I think that comes out in April. Look at me over here promoting. Uh. the this game here so it's uh where is it i know there's three there's three dlcs for sure uh this is a city that never sleeps i think that's the one that has to do with uh black cat and then there's the heist and then that and then there's the city that never no the city that never sleeps is one huge dlc oh that's what it is i misread it so there's a DLC coming out. It's called The City That Never Sleeps, and it comes in three parts. You got the heist that has to do with Black Cat, and then you have there's like a couple other 
uh, Turf Wars and Silver Lining. Uh, Turf War comes out in this November. Silver Lining comes out in December. But the first DLC comes out next month, in literally like a month away. And, you know, you got to pay money for the DLC. But I keep you that this game is so good, it's, it's, it's going to be worth it. Now, there's going to come out with a digital deluxe edition for Spider-Man. I hate when they do that later and it gives you everything. But... That's okay, because this game's really good, and I can't wait for it to do to give us more. You know, in either in a sequel or more DLC. Right now, the DLC looks really good, and it's a good game. So I feel like, you know, it all fits into what we're talking about right now. You know, comic books, and, and we're going to be going into, like, Marvel stuff right now. And so I just felt it would be necessary to be like, hey, if you have not played that game, you need to play that game. And it was like, I don't have that game, David. For those who know me personally, come on over and start playing. I will while you sitting there playing. I'll be on my PC playing like Final Fantasy fourteen or looking at YouTube videos of like, like I don't know, just stuff. You know, I'm not. You you need to come and play. You need to play it. You really really do. It's a really good game. All right. <laughs> I just felt it was necessary to say. It, it it was necessary to be done because I have beat the game like i said i've already beaten the game but every time i turn around and look at the the because the case is still sitting on top of my ps4 I'm like man i really like wish they had more in that game i wish there was more come on they need to give me more for that game to play they need to give me more and i keep forgetting there's dlc coming out and we're like a month away from the first part of that dlc and i can't wait i'm excited so uh for those who don't know there is i think it's a movie coming out called the eternals for those <laughs> Here's a problem with like trying to explain what the Eternals are. It's a it starts getting into deep Marvel lore, especially the, in the cosmic world, the the space stuff. So this is essentially what the Eternals are. The Eternals are a being of humans that were created by the Celestials, and the Celestials, for all lack of a better term, are space deities. These are the gods in outer space, you know, and so they created an offshoot of humanity known as the Eternals and these guys have all kinds of powers I mean Eternals it already sounds like what it is, what it is. they they have um, some of them have psionic abilities some of them have enhanced strength some live you know all Eternals you know here's the thing look, we're going to break down what their powers are this is all their powers you know they all have this ability called Unimind where they all merge as one or something like that they also have this ability they all have psionic abilities Whatever they could be, the psionic ability has to do with like telepathy, telekinesis, and and you know empathy, th things like that. All of them have superhuman strength. They all live a very long time. They're practically immortal, even though they're not. Even though they're not immortal, they pretty much practically are. Uh, them, a lot of them have the ability to use cosmic energy, and others. Other of them ha are, have other specializations. So it varies depending on, on on which ones. For those who don't know who the Eternals are, you know one of them, and he's 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 made it hard for people to live in Infinity War. Yes, it's the Mad Titan known as Thanos. So you essentially are already seen one of them, and Thanos in the comic books is known to have something called the Deviant Syndrome, which is that which makes them like actually psychologically insane. So that's why and they're cursed with the eternal eternal madness. That's why he's known as the Mad Titan Thanos. So 
the fact that they're making a movie about the people, the creatures, the, excuse me, the beings that essentially existed before man or existed during man, it, it's, it's that's deep stuff. Because <laughs> you're going to start getting into the celestials, and you start going to get into the eternals, and then it just, I, it's just... It might oh it might be deep for some people, but and I and even when I was researching it when I first I, was like, I said I know the Eternals, but I don't know the Eternals, and I started digging into them. I'm like, oh my gosh, there's so much stuff about these guys. But know that it's just the point is that they are working on the franchise, the Eternals, and they finally got their director for the Eternals, and so that's moving in the direction of being uh, of being done. So be excited. I am kind of excited because this there's parts of Marvel I don't know thoroughly. And like when it comes to like like I said the space gods you know like like you know, like I said the Eternals and stuff like that I don't know them very well, so the fact that they're doing that is kind of cool, and I look forward to seeing uh, what they do with it. Uh, what the Marvel stuff? Oh, <laughs> so Disney or the CEO of Disney announced that Kevin Feige. For those who don't know Kevin Feige, he is the face of like Marvel, the Marvel side of Disney. Like, when it came to all the movies and stuff like that, whenever you see videos about those movies, usually Kevin Feige's in front talking about it. He's one of the, like, big guys and literally is helped spearheading a lot of the Marvel films. You know, he helped create... He essentially he helped create the MCU. Um, they said that Kevin Feige is literally going to be literally spearheading the X-Men being added into or integrated part of the MCU, which, in all honesty... I don't know why we thought that wouldn't be a choice anyways. Why would we not choose the man who, who have part in creating this fantastic universe we know right now as the Marvel Cinematic Universe into making sure that the X-Men exist in the Marvel Cinematic Universe? I just, I feel like, <laughs> I feel like that goes, like, without saying. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, why wouldn't he? I was just, I don't, I don't know. So, for you guys who don't know, so even Disney have, have given the thumbs up the, that he's going to be taking care of that. So, don't worry about it. it. The wheels are in motion. I'm, I'm sure we shouldn't be that surprised that the wheels are in motion for X-Men and, like, the, like the Fantastic Four being part of the MCU. Kevin Feige's on it. Give him a minute. He'll be on it. Hopefully by – I don't know if we're going to get him next year. Maybe by 2020 we'll, we'll get them. But the point is it's in motion. Uh, Right now, the Captain Marvel trailer has has been one of the like highest viewed trailers out there next to Black Panther, and uh, and Civil War. So I think I think I actually beat both of them, but I'm not surprised. <laughs> there was a <laughs> I read on online that people were blown away by there's a scene. For those who haven't seen the trailer yet, go see it. It's it's worth seeing. Uh, people are trying to sit there and be like, oh, the Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman one was better than Captain Marvel. Okay, that's fine, whatever. But it's still Captain Marvel. Be quiet. And yes, the Wonder Woman trailer was fantastical, so I'm not saying it's not true, but y'all need to calm down. But uh, it's a lot of people who watched the trailer were surprised about the scene. There's a scene in there where she's on the subway or the train, no, the subway, and she punches an old lady in the mouth. And everyone's like, oh, like that about it. I'm like, first of all, you guys are losing, don't understand the context of the freaking trailer. Because if you guys pay attention what alien race is part of Captain Marvel? It is the Skrull. For those who don't know who the Skrull are, it's an alien race of people who have the ability to shapeshift into anybody they see. So Captain Marvel knows that old lady is a Skrull. So it shouldn't surprise you 
that's when she's and, and the lady kind of smile act like she's you know trying to fake like she's no lady but she knows why because she's dealt with the species before why wouldn't she she's she was part of the uh star force which is you know literally the police the space police for the kree empire and who did the kree hate the most the scroll. So she's dealt with them before. So wouldn't be surprised that she punches old lady mouth who is the sky, who's a scroll in disguise. So I, I just think it's, think it's funny. People are like, oh, 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 oh. I'm like you guys, guys, pay attention, please, please pay attention. I don't know why we this has to be explained. I have no idea why. Anyways, <laughs> I just think it's surprising that everybody's like, oh my god, he punched old lady in the mouth. No, you guys. Okay, you guys are being. You guys are being something else. So, some more big news from Marvel. Marvel's pulling out some stuff here. So, apparently, on the Disney's streaming network, because they're going to be having their own streaming network, they're going to be doing some Marvel, like, I guess, miniseries? They're like a short rant series. And it's going to specifically be dealing with Marvel characters in the MCU that don't have solo films. And they already announced that Loki and Scarlet Witch, who are going to be played by... Tom Hilston and Elizabeth Olsen, respectively, are going to have their own shows on the streaming network through Disney. So, for those who are concerned about not getting enough Loki in their life, congratulations, guys. They're gonna, he's going to be having his own show. What's going to be involved in the show? We're not sure yet. Uh, where in the timeline Loki is going to be? Same thing with Scarlet Witch. Is this going to be post-Avengers uh, 4? Is this going to be before Infinity War? We, we have no idea yet, but... We've, they bit. They have confirmed that there's going to be some shows coming up into. Uh, it's called Disney Play for those who don't know what the streaming network's called, and they say it's specifically going after the characters that don't have solo films. So that could be. I mean, it could be Falcon. It could be Hawkeye. It could be. I mean, we don't know. We don't know how many of the characters they're going to use. But they, and they said they're going to be short. They're going to be short series. So maybe it be. It could be a season. Maybe it's like 13 episodes or not or something like that. The point is that we're getting Marvel TV shows that's on a streaming network that's outside of Netflix is going to exist, and it's going to be with these characters played by the actual actors and actresses from the MCU. I don't know about you guys, but I am thoroughly excited about that, and I can't wait to uh, to I can't wait to see what comes from that because that open that could open a door to a lot of things, specifically for. Marvel characters that you want to see more of. I think it's great. I I really hope I look forward to it. I really do. Uh, speaking of TV shows, uh, there is apparently there's going to be a Marvel female heroes TV series that's going to be happening on ABC. Uh, you know more Marvel TV shows. Uh, who's that consist of? We're not sure yet. It, it could be a chance that it's going to be maybe the A Force, or I don't know who Lady Liber- Liberators are. Do you think I would know? But I I think it's fantastic. Give more Marvel shows, give me more. I would never say no to more Marvel shows. I would love to see. Now, here's the thing. There are very specific female characters I want to see on the big screen. People like uh, Spider-Woman. I want to see She-Hulk. Uh, who else can I think of? Uh, <laughs> we definitely need Medusa to be on the big screen because we already see what happened. When they put them on regular TV, we already know that you know Black Widow's getting her own solo film, so we're not worried about her. Uh, Wildcat is essentially—is it Wildcat? Not Wildcat. What's her name? Hellcat is essentially in Jessica Jones. Um, so we we got uh, we got a lot of characters that were are, are essentially already kind of existing, but it'd be really cool to see 
some more some solo films from a lot of these characters that are like are good as like because they have their own comics and stuff like that. So it'd be good to see them exist. Now, if we get them on the TV show, it'd be great. But I would love to see these guys on, on the big screen and like implement it into the MCU. Now, is this TV show going to be part of the MCU? I think so. I I, I believe and I, I believe that because. The ABC one is supposed to be part. I don't know. It's hard to determine because, like, I know for a fact that while Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is sort of part of the MCU, but it's not 100% part of the MCU, so I'm hoping the ABC show would be part of the MCU because the the TV series are going to be on the Disney streaming service is part of the MCU, and are dire- those are characters directly from the MCU. So I don't know. We'll see what happens. We There's going to be more coming. We won't know who the roster is for this show, but we know it's going to be a team of at least, uh, I know it's going to be a team of female heroes, so we're probably going to get the A-Force that we've been asking for, but I really would love to see these characters on the big screen. But if this is a step in the, this is a step in the right direction, I just, let's just, let's get us, oh, come on, give me Jen, give me, give me Jessica, give me, you know, get, let's, let's put them on the big screen. I need, I need, I need them both on the big screen. If I can get She-Hulk, if I can get, I if I can get uh, Spider Woman, man. If I can get uh, what's her name, Deathbird, man. Get them on the big screen. I will be fine after that. You can do what you want after that. <laughs> just, just please, just, just. But just so you know, there and even because like I know there's been a big thing about that with a lot of more that a lot of people are requesting more female characters to exist in the MCU and even Kevin Feige. Has confirmed that their the ratio of men of male to female characters on in the MCU is not balanced, and the fact that they're admitting this and with, with Captain Marvel coming out and they're and they're going to focus on a show on NBC that NB, ABC not NBC ABC uh, where there's going to be more female characters, it's a good indication. And they even Feige admitted that in Phase Four of the MCU, there are going to be more female characters showing up on the big screen so we're getting what we want we're getting what we want and so and i already kind of did an episode a previous episode where i like my top 10 heroes and villains of the female variety um who i want to see so go back a couple few episodes and i, I talked about that who i want to see so and like i said if you have any ideas who you want to see on the either on the tv screen or on the big screen let me know and I, maybe it's people I haven't thought of yet either, especially in the Marvel, because like I said, the Marvel Universe is pretty big. So it'd be nice to see some 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 fresh faces, not just some the ones we, we recognize. Even if we pull, like, Silhouette from New Warriors would be really awesome. Uh, guys, we don't know who New Warriors uh, give us a Give us a White Tiger series. Oh, oh, my God, that'd be so sick. They gave us a White Tiger series? Oh, that'd be awesome. We already got, we already got, Tandy and Cloak and Dagger, which they need to hurry up with season two of that. Oh man, I I would love to see a White Tiger series. That'd be so good. Oh, that'd be I mean, I just yeah, I just let's do it. Let's do it. I'll see how excited I'm getting. Let's do it. So there's there's that. Um, I think that's one of the cool ones I remember reading about. Uh, we're about what a couple of weeks away. What, what is what is today? Yeah, we're about we're yeah we're about two we're two we're officially two weeks away when for Venom Venom comes out on the fifth, and so we are excited. Are you guys excited? We are excited. Let's see what happens. I'm hoping it does really well, and and people are kind of like 
putting a make a face about Venom being PG-13. Look, guys, they're trying to make sure they have a future. <laughs> because if they rated, if Sony rated ours Venom, they have no way of being integrated into the MCU or even doing a crossover with MCU characters, specifically Spider-Man characters with Marvel if they do that. Like I said, the only Marvel movie that's rated R officially by MCU, by Marvel's Disney standards, is going to be Deadpool. And I think that's the only one they're allowing. So the fact that they're, they're you know, and even Sony was smart enough. They're like, look, we're keeping it PG-13 because if we potentially have a chance to have a crossover with Spider-Man and any other spider characters, especially that part of the Marvel the MCU part of it, we want to be able to have it open so we can they can cross over. That's smart. Don't don't be mad at them. They they're looking they're they're looking at the big picture. They want their future to look bright when it comes to any future projects, you know, outside of the ones they already they already have in on list, which is what what Sony has a bunch of solo films on list: Silver Sable, Black Cat, uh, Craven the Hunter, uh, Michael Morbius. So they got they have a lot going on right now. So let's hope you know let's hope that it does spell for a, a big future for them to possibly cross over into the MCU to do some stuff. So I'm pretty I'm I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, if we want to move on, to, uh, let's see. Let's let's talk about DC real quick. So. Apparently, there was a picture that leaked about Batman supposed to be showing him with Titans. I think that's cool. I don't. I kind of don't care, but I think it's cool because you got to have a connection. Because I think there was one time, uh, it was it years ago, the show uh, Birds of Prey. They, you know, in this version of Birds of Prey, Huntress was the daughter of Catwoman and Batman, and she ended up being a metahuman. In this one, and so there was a whole there was a whole flashback episode where Batman interacts with Catwoman, and it's not really a big. I mean, I remember the promo for the guess who's showing up on on Birds of Prey and they show Batman. It's like oh snap, and it really wasn't like Batman showed up. It was like a flashback. It wasn't even that good of a flashback. It was just made it clear that Batman did exist at least in their story arc. It was okay. It was okay, but you know, so the fact that they're bringing in Batman. I don't know if he's going to have a speaking part. I don't know if he's just physically just going to show up. I don't know if it's a flashback scene. I don't know if it's just he's going to be like an in-and-out character like Superman is in Supergirl. I have no idea. I just know that there's like apparently there's leaked footage or pictures of Batman or at least him doing a screen test of the cowl and the suit and stuff for Titans. So, uh, I mean, take it as you as you see it with that. I, I don't I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. Uh, I did see that they finally cast Stargirl. I, I, I forget the girl's name. I know she's like 19 years old. I forget the girl's name who's actually going to be playing Stargirl. Who's going to be playing Courtney in this. Yes, I know. I already know Stargirl's first name. I actually did look, look into it. Because I kind of want to see if it works out. There's, there's a, there she is. Her name is Breck Basinger. And apparently she was on some Nickelodeon show, and now she's going to be playing Stargirl on the DC's streaming service. That series is going to be on there. I feel like that. Like I said, I feel like that show should be on the CW because the base, if you read the backstory of Stargirl, and I probably mentioned this in a previous episode, it is too perfect. It's too good. It has to be CW. It's too good. It's too good. So I feel like that should be a thing. But they, like, they've cast. It's been a thing. It's a thing. It's happening. So at least, or at least the wheels are in motion. So 
for those who are looking forward to Stargirl, I kind of am, just based on the fact things I've read about her. I was like, you know what? I'd like to see what happens with that. So just let me know how you feel about that. So for those who are excited about the Todd Phillips Joker movie starring Joaquin Phoenix, there have been some footage of him in clown makeup, and people are loving it. People are hurting themselves over it, and they're saying that already there's been already been like some scenes of him as the character as Joker, like before he becomes Joker, and they're, and they're saying he already looks better than Jared Leto's Joker already, and he's not even donning the whole suit yet and the whole gear and all that stuff. And he doesn't look because they showed him that he is slimmed down some, and he had his hair a little longer, so and he does start. He just have that kind of like creepy demeanor for the character. So yeah. It's it's moving in a direction. Like I said, I I would love to see if at least halfway through they actually show him in full gear. We don't know. We don't know. I've don't I don't know how they're gonna do it. They're gonna bring in Red Hood in, in information or whatever. I don't know what's gonna happen. But the point is, is like it, I'm curious to see what the end product is going to produce. And they're already showing stuff, you know, pictures already. So uh, you know, it it might turn out to be something. We'll see. I know I know the fact that Joaquin Phoenix is like. He he's ready to go. He's not going to let people deter him from how he's going to play the character. So that is going to be a exciting situation, especially when he's like he he admits that playing the character scares him, but at the same time he's going to do his own thing. And if he finds if he finds you know Elaine, he likes he wants to stay in for this character. He's going to stay in Elaine. He doesn't care what people think. So I was like, all right, all right, all right. I'm intrigued. Let's see what happens. So should be good. Should be good. Let's hope. Uh, what are the DC news is out out there that we should talk about? I can't remember. I know there's stuff for like the Arrowverse and stuff like I don't really care about because I because I know they're trying to introduce some other character in the Arrowverse. I don't know who that character is, and I didn't look him up. I should have, but I didn't. Uh, I did see that they're talking about. The creators of Avatar, The Last Airbender, is going to be doing a new series, but it's a live-action series of the actual animated series of Avatar, and they're saying that we're going to give you what you've been looking for, because uh, you know there's there's been there was a whole controversy about the the actual movie, The Last Airbender, you know about race stuff and this and this and that and. and and I'm not gonna get into that because there's, there's like I there's there's a lot of mixed feelings about it, and I have some mixed stuff about it. And like I didn't 100% hate the movie, but like I said, we're not gonna get like 100% into that. But they made it very clear that they're going to make it more accurate, more loyal to what the show, the animated series was. And for those who haven't watched Avatar the animated series, you guys are missing out. That animated series was fantastic. I like it better than The Legend of Korra. I think season one of The Legend of Korra was good. After that, it was boring to me. But Avatar, The Last Airbender, was, it was like the best. And I hope, and if they're talking about living up to the legend of that series with this new live action one, I can't wait. If they're, if they're serious about it, if they're serious about, about redeeming themselves after the film, I look forward to it. So don't let me down. Don't let me know. What's the guy? I forget the, the the creator's name who made it clear that's that's happening. What is his name? Let me look it up real quick. I forget the creator's name. I think it's like one half of the creators made it clear that they're redoing it. 
because I did see that. I was looking through Instagram and I saw that post. I was like, what? And and they were serious about it. They're doing yeah. It's a Netflix series. It's going to be a Netflix series, and it's the original creators. That's right. They're coming back to do the show. I forgot it was going to be a Netflix series. So the original creators was Michael Dante DiMartino and Brian Cunuietso. And they have confirmed that they're going to be... It's called a reimagining of the animated series. And it's saying that they... That they... They wanted... They, that's the word. That's the phrase they used. I couldn't remember what the word they used. They said they wanted to make it a culturally appropriate series. So that's that's that was the term they used to make it clear. I didn't want to use the... And, and and they said they wanted to make sure that it's imagined how it always, they always had planned it to be, which was a culturally appropriate series that, would, that does not have a non, and it has a non-whitewashed cast. That's their. That's what they said. And that's from them. So for those who had issues with the movie, for all their different things, guess what? They're they're going to be doing, and it's going to be a Netflix series. So you know, they're like I said, something about Netflix series. It means their their boundaries are are pushed a little further now. They they have a little more breathing room to do what they want. But there's no like I said, they haven't have a release date yet. But they did make it clear that they're going to start doing it next year at some point next year. So for those who've been wanting that to be fixed, there's your answer. And and I still think it's better than Legend of Korra, not the movie, the series itself. The movie I have my I have my likes and dislikes about that movie. So, now to, I mean, we've talked about a lot of things already, but one of the things I definitely wanted to talk about was about Tuesday, it was like about 8, it was like between 8 and 9 o'clock, I, I, I saw it at 8.30, I woke up at 8.30 in the morning, popped up like, 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 uh, you know, Connor McCloud from The Quickening, like I'm an immortal, and like jumped up and went to my computer and immediately went to see a, the Captain Marvel uh, trailer. And I was very, I think I watched it like at least a dozen times that morning. And I watched another like, you know, six to ten times after that. You know, like the next day and showed, showed my wife and showed all kind of folks yesterday. And texted my friends and, and my friends were texting me. I woke, it was like the next day I was dead asleep. I woke up and was like, did I catch the Marvel? I'm like, yep. I know. I, 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 I've seen it several thousand times already. And it's very exciting one of the things I here's some things I, I I'm very curious about because there's two things they said there's the thing they said that there's that Carol Danvers is a good is there's a good chance that she's part Cree and that's where her powers come from versus how she got them in the comic because in the comic book she was kind of an explosion and but Marvell who is Cree shielded her and by and in the explosion. Some of his DNA grafted itself onto her DNA, hence why she ended up having Cree, powers of the Cree. Now, they have hinted at the fact that she's part Cree, and in the trailer, they show her caught in an explosion. Now, it can either be two things: either that means that because of the device, it triggered her Cree DNA genetics her Cree genetics and triggered her powers or somehow in some way marvell or something Cree grafted under her we'll know when the movie comes out but and that's in march by the way it's in march but uh that's one interesting thing i, po- I pointed uh one another uh, i saw one of the other things i did notice is that she has memory loss and clearly she escapes 
she escapes. The Star Force escapes. Ronan the Ronan the Accuser. I know him as Ronan the Accuser from the comic books. And crashes on Earth. So she escapes to Earth. For some reason, she knew to go to Earth. So it makes me think that she, she got some of her memory back to come back to Earth. But uh, the movie implies really hard, to, you know, show, or at least the trailer shows really hard that she lost her memory. And it's a good chance because the Kree, Ronan, mostly Ronan, had her memory wiped to, to turn her into a Kree, you know, war machine to do his bidding. So what happens to her at between that and like how she gets to space? Because like I said, there's a clear indication she in the trailer that she got her powers, but we, there's no connection to how she got to Hala, or which is the Kree homeworld. So there, you know, so there's some stuff happening there that we're, we're gonna see. And I feel like people are like, do we think Marvel's gonna be the bad guy? Uh I don't know. Because they changed some of the origin story. So Marvel, actually Marvel's not a bad guy in the comics. And he saved Carol when the explosion happened. So I don't know. They might be changing a little bit of the direction on it. Uh, I do know that the Kree are going to be on Earth. Because they showed the Kree coming out of the water. Uh, the old lady she punches in the trailer is a good chance to a Kree. Uh, there's an autopsy scene. So there's a Kree, or not Kree, scroll, excuse me, scroll. Kree will be there. There are going to be some Kree characters there. Uh, the scroll, she's going to be thrown out with the scroll. And so it's very curious to see how the scroll come to play into it. And Ronan the Accuser and Marvel and the rest of the Star Force. Because Karath survives this movie because he shows up in Guardians 1. So we know Ronan and Karath at least survive this movie to be in Guardians 1. Uh, after that, other than that, we don't know. We know the rest of the characters are actually legitimate, you know, comic book members of the Star Force. I don't know them by name because I I barely know Star Force. I, I know Ronan. I know Carol. I know Marvell. Like, the, the the cosmic part of the Marvel Universe, I'm still learning myself. You know, I just know bits and pieces of it. But that's one of the things that look, I think it was really cool seeing in the movie. I delight, The fact that they showed her with some, doing some of her powers was really cool. I wonder if they're going to show any of her powers. They, you know, they showed her on a train firing some of her... her uh, her powers was really cool. Uh, I I I'm hoping that because there's an end that's in part in the in the trailer where she like powers up. I hope that's her binary powers. For for those who don't know, Carol Danvers has gone through a couple of power changes. She was war she was Warbird, binary, and then she was Ms. Marvel. Then became Captain Marvel. Now when she was binary, that girl was powerful. She was so. I mean, she was able to like. I mean, we're talking about full flight in space. Like she was, she was near god power when it came to her uh, her powers in the comic books. And at one point, she lost her binary powers. And then apparently, in the comic books, I don't know. At this point, it shows her as Captain Marvel getting back her binary abilities. So, I'm very curious. And so, in the comic books, when she was binary, it was because something they they messed with her DNA. It's even after she already had her powers, they messed with it more to for her, and she became binary. Uh, and then she ends up losing them. But apparently, I've seen her in one of the recent comic books that she got her binary powers back. So I'm very curious to know what they're gonna do with her powers. 
from this point on. And and for those who don't know her buying her presents, here's like she was able to. She literally was like a cosmic being. Like when she came binary, she can. She had. She was able to have control of all sorts of energy. We're talking about from like light to radiation, to uh, the electromagnetic spectrum. This girl was able to control gravity. She could breathe in space. She could travel the speed of light. Uh. But what apparently it got severed. Then she couldn't do that. But uh. I know for a fact that I've seen some pictures of her as Captain Marvel getting those powers back. So I'm very curious to see uh, that she could, if if that's going to be part of how she beats Thanos in Avengers 4. I don't know. I just know for a fact that, like, you know, Captain Marvel's very powerful. She has superhuman strength, stamina, dur- durability. She can fly. You know, reflexes are really good. She has cosmic awareness. She's, like, pretty much immune to most, like, poisons and toxins. I mean, she has energy manipulation. And her energy manipulation goes from, like, from the blast that we see in the trailer to she can absorb energy, healing factor. I hope she does have a molecular control, like, she can change out of her outfit. She can change her clothes into her actual uniform. So I'm curious to see if they actually do that. Um, she can live, like, a, you know, a, a long a long time without food and water because with her energy absorption, she can sustain herself. I mean, she. I mean, I just want to see what she does. I mean, they only show, like I said, they've only shown a part of. They only showed her do our photon blast in the in the trailer, but they also, you know, there's a. I'm hoping that's the binary scene. Her tapping into her binary powers at the end of the trailer, which we probably won't see until she throws down at the end of the movie. But it's gonna be cool. And the people are like, "Oh man, she sounds like a robot in the movie." I'm like, "Well, yes, because she's been brainwashed." So part of her personality is missing. So eventually in the story arc, we already know for a fact that when she's away from the Kree, she's away from Ronan and, and Marvel. obviously her, her memories are going to start coming back more and more. And I'm sure there's going to be a scene in the movie where she's in a hardcore fight with probably Ronan or Marvel or the Star Force or the Skrull. And then she's going to tap into those memories and it's going to trigger all kinds of stuff. That's probably where she, her binary powers kick in. I'm telling you, it's going to be... It's gonna be great, and we we got we got we got young, we got young Nick Fury, we got young Phil Coulson. I mean, it's like it's gonna be really cool to see, uh, like the early parts of Shield in you know in the '90s. We kind of got a little bit of the early parts of Shield with like Agent Carter, and then some of the, like the flashbacks, and some of the MCU stuff. But to see like in the '90s what they were like, and this is before like Fury was even before he got the eye patch, before he was the director of Shield. I mean, we're talking about this is before Coulson was the best of the best. You know what I mean? Before he was trusted so much to be the new director of Shield after 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 Age of Ultron and after Winter Soldier and like into the Agents of uh, Shield series and stuff like that. So it's gonna be cool to see where they started. You know, you know what what they were doing at the time before they became what we know in. Before when the MCU first started, it's gonna be really cool to see that. So I think here's the thing: I was not uh I was not on board for Brie Larson to play Carol because I know Carol from the comic books, but I saw her in what movie? And I've and I've met, I read some people online were like eh, I don't know about Brie Larson. I hit my little button here, sorry. Brie Larson, blah, 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 blah. and I'm like, but I and I was like I saw her in Kong on Skull Island, and I was like, all right. Cause she was one of those. She's like a. She was. What did she play? She was like a. Phot- 
photographer with an attitude kind of thing because she was playing and i kind of liked it she worked and she kind of butt heads with like tom hilson's character and stuff like that and uh, and i was like all right all right you're selling me on how you can probably be how you be carol because she has to have a little bit of attitude and i feel like the more and more she gets her memories back sorry my mic might be a little too close to my mouth I can see her, all that attitude and stuff come back. And so I I look forward to seeing this character in full force in Captain Marvel. And, and kid you not, we're, we're looking like we're going to be in March. It'll be March. And then literally two months later, boom, Avengers 4. So, we're, you know, it's going to be great. I, I, I can't wait to see how much of an important factor to the – MCU she's going to be and at the and we've already confirmed that by Feige that in phase 4 she's pretty much leading the Avengers at that point. She's the leader at this point. So it's going it's not going to be surprising how she's going to establish herself as a leader because the torch is going to be passed because we already know like I said it's a good chance that we're going to lose we already we already know we're probably going to lose Captain America because like I said Chris Evans has has uh is officially retiring after Avengers four. We don't know the outcome for Iron Man yet, um, and some of the other like legacy characters like Black Widow and stuff like that. We don't know yet, but one thing we do know for sure is that Carol is stepping up as leader. So what that means for certain characters in Avengers four, we don't know. We'll know in May. So we'll see what happens. But all I know is that I love myself some Carol Danvers. I think she's a fantastic character. I I love her. She dares a graphic novel that came out after House of M that I, I like thoroughly love because, and I just I can't wait to see her on screen. And I I'm very happy and to see. And I like the fact that like it's it's like it's not her Warbird outfit, which I'm sure some of us wanted, but it's definitely her Captain Marvel girl. Once they put the like. It gets colored at first because first it's all Cree green, and then again we get the red, white, and blue Air Force looking colors, and I'm like, yeah, that looks really good. So we're gonna get what we want. People are like, well, how come we didn't get the haircut? Oh my god, y'all need to just calm down. I'm like, why do we have to have the haircut right away? Maybe we'll get it in Avengers Four. We don't know. We haven't seen any footage from Avengers Four yet, so we have no idea. Maybe we'll get the haircut in Avengers Four. We got the helmet. They show it in the trailer that she's wearing the helmet. So we're, we're getting the stuff we want. Y'all need to stop complaining about these little things. Man, it just, it's just you're killing me. You're killing me. I saw something on a YouTube channel. It was at, like Captain Marvel. Who cares? And I was like, let me go over to your office and punch you right in the mouth like she did that old lady in the trailer. Because how dare you badmouth Carol Danvers. It's my girl there. I'm telling you. Get Jessica Drew. Get Jen Walters in this dance. Because Jen... And Carol are actually pretty good friends. Oh man, I'm telling you, I just we need this. This has to happen. Carol, Jen, and Jessica are all really good friends. And then you get Jessica Jones in there, you're done. We're done. It's all over. Game over, everybody. Game over. I I can't. What else am I gonna say? There's nothing else to say. I'm excited. We, from She-Hulk to Jewel to to Spider Woman and Captain Marvel. Once, oh, I, I will. My face will explode, and that's it. We're just, I'll die, happy man. And it'll be like, what happened to David? Well, he saw a Marvel scene where all his favorite Marvel girls were in one scene. And then add, like, Jean Grey in there, we're done. Over. Jean, who, here, here's the best scene ever. Have a crossover between, have, have Black Widow, Jean Grey, uh, Captain Marvel, She-Hulk, Spider-Woman, like, all, all in one scene. 
Done. I I will be I will be immediate coma. Immediate coma. I, the only time I'll wake up is for the next Marvel film. That's just hands down. We're done. And, and we're done. It's over. It's over. Call your parents. Call, it's over. It's all done. <laughs> Well, all right, guys, this is the House of Darkner here. Tell me what you guys think. How do you feel about the looks so far of Joaquin Phoenix as your Joker? Do you do you know anything about the Eternals? I, I know enough because I research from time to time about Marvel characters I barely know about because there's some I don't know about, and the Eternals are definitely the space gods, the Celestials, and the Eternals are definitely one of them I don't know a lot about. Are you excited for Venom? Like I said, we're, we're, about, we're about two weeks away. We're two weeks away. Are are you looking forward to that? Uh, how do you feel about DC at this point? We I know there's been a lot of ups and downs, left and rights about DC right now, and their weird decisions and 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 the direction they're going with stuff. But how do you feel? Are you still excited about Titans? If not, how about Doom Patrol, Star Girl, anything? Uh, like I said, Aquaman comes out in December. We have we have Shazam in April, and I think and I thought I saw Wonder Woman in November of next year. So, are you excited about those at least? That's something. I mean, I don't know. Just, that's just something. I don't, I don't, I don't know. Anyways, let me know what you guys think. Let me know how you feel. Hit me up on Twitter at v a t i a a n on Twitter. I have my House of Darkner page on Facebook. Hit me at House of Darkner at gmail dot com. And if you want, you know, to support me, go through Anchor. I'm on there to support me on Anchor, or hit me up on my Patreon www.patreon slash house of darkner if you want to support me in those ways as well once again this is the house of darkner you guys have a good weekend and i have my friends complaining it's like officially fall weather it's supposed well it's supposed to be fall weather and we're like it's still like in the 90s and they're mad i think it's funny but anyways enjoy the weather no matter no matter which direction you want it to go enjoy the weather and, and you guys have a good weekend and i am out